0: Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people just like yourself you never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from a woman. She just went to a party, a warehouse party, a sex warehouse party, where she had her husband watch her with 12 other men. At the same time, I could be reading from a man that likes to be dressed up, in dresses and panties, or even bikinis, while his wife takes it from very hung men. I could be reading from a group of women. They're secretly planning on the first snowstorm to be snowed in on a cabin so they can have a weekend sex orgy and record it for live viewers. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at dearnikki.com or anonymously through the website at dearnikki.com under the confessage tab. Just remember by submitting a confession or anything else, you certify the following are true. You're the sole creator of the submission. You're eighteen years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names and other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. All right, I haven't had an announcement in a long time, but here it goes. Friday, September 1st my book from last year, finally, I was able to get it all done and okayed and all the stuff that needs to happen is dropping for subscribers only till October, or actually September 30th, a month, a month to listen to my book. Then I have to pull it where it will go out on Amazon and for sale in other places. So if you are a subscriber, September 1st, You'll be able to download the book. There you go. That's the big surprise. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Nervous and very ex- very, very excited and very nervous. I don't know why nervous. It just uh big steps. Big steps for me. Um, like some people are hard. And but I am one of those what's I think is good about myself, or I should say is good about myself is that I am, when I'm in, I'm all in, and it's feet first, I jump in the middle of the frying pan and just figure my way out if it goes tits up, right? So that's my big announcement. <laughs> also, I'm exploring some other adult um, places, not necessarily clubs, but resorts, places that everybody, people just like you and me, You know, it doesn't matter who we explore, what we explore, as long as consensual and safe. I've always said that. I've never or have tried to ever shame any type of desire here. And if you felt that I have, then please write in. I, I read what comes in. So if your desire has not been aired, it's because we have not gotten it yet. And I know it can be very scary to write in, but we do protect the people that write in. We absolutely do. Darcy does a very good job about combing through and removing identifiable information. Um, we want this to be a, um, as much as the term is used in a, some people in a bad way. And I really do want this to be a safe place, a safe haven for those of us that are finding ways to express sexually what we desire, however we may be based on the rules that we apply here. So if you haven't heard, and I think the best example is the quicksand story that we had two weeks in a row. I think I always say that if there's one, there's three. And it is an extreme fetish, but I do think it's up there with the texture fetishes. I have one. We all know it. It's a little different, obviously, in a quicksand fetish. I don't know if I could get off in the quicksand, but the curiosity, and I was very, very forward with this, I think the curiosity of how of the sand would feel against my skin as I'm sinking is very intriguing and I could see where it is a turn on. But then again, I love things against my skin. Well, most things anyway. So there's something that I never would have thought of if he wouldn't have written, written in. And I'm hopefully it has reached ears of people that have other texture fetishes or even a quicksand fetish that is a turn on. There are other, other fantasies that I have been thinking of and I'm not sure why, but sneezing is up there. I used to have, I think I've talked about him, a gentleman that would call in and he had a sneezing fetish. And um, I'm one of those people that can almost make myself sneeze on command. Not, I mean, not like if I think of chew that I can think, oh, I sneeze. It's more of, um, I, it's not quite as quirky as my dog Zeppelin that can make himself burp when he wants something either out or your attention. And that's a dead serious comment there. He can. But I, I think it's and it's not an involuntary thing that I have also that I've noticed that if I see somebody shrug their shoulders, I my shoulders naturally shrug. It, it's it's very weird. I've noticed it. I've had it the last couple of years where I'm watching TV and someone will shrug their shoulders and my shoulders do the the shrug as well. So it's almost right up there with the yawn. So again, it's not a fetish. It's just a thing I have. But I don't want you to feel alone. I don't want you to feel like it's only you that are desiring it. Because I can honestly say if there's one, there's three. And if you go to Pornhub and put in your fetish or the things that you desire, and there's more than one video of it, you're not alone. Right, I mean, the gill thing had to come from somewhere. The foot thing had to come from somewhere. The sneezing thing had to come from somewhere. The food thing had to come from somewhere. Right? We're not alone. It doesn't make us unsexy. It doesn't make us less desirable because our sexual desire isn't, you know, desired by the mass population. I would rather have someone that's diverse and explorative, than someone that's not imaginable and only does it missionary. That's very sad. Do they get off on it? Yes. I don't believe that someone says, I don't have any desires. I don't believe it. Everybody does. And I hear that so often sometimes that I remember I spoke to somebody in high school and um, we were just kind of catching up and he figured out who I was by my show and um He told me he's like you know I don't have any desires and I said bullshit and we got to talking a little deeper and it, I found out that he he loves breast he loves the thought of the idea of coming on breast even though his wife won't allow him to do it because it's tawdry one I felt sad and then two I said well hmm, hello McFly Mister obvious that is a fetish that is a desire you, dear sir, just don't like missionary. You have other desires, and that's okay. So whatever your desire may be, as long as it's safe and consensual and fits among our rules here in our little tribe, feel free to write in. Because remember, you're not alone. There's at least three of you. Possibly even more. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back. Relax. Let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore some erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, Nikki, I listened to this week's podcast and piqued interest when you asked about something new. So I immediately thought of my story. As I promised before, in the previous story that I had submitted, there are plenty of stories between my wife and I. So here's another I thought you may like. Before my wife and I had kids, we fucked all the time. It didn't matter when or where. I could get her horny, and she was ready to fuck. This particular story took place in the mall. We had been shopping all day, and we were both pretty worn out. Her mother had made a comment about going to a particular brand of store. It would be our last stop, and that's where it happened. The whole time, while her mother was shopping, I was rubbing against my wife, getting her really hot and horny. After a while, she told me to come help her try a pair of pants in the changing room. She picked one all the way towards the end, and we both went in. I was kind of freaking out because I didn't think they would let us both in there. But no one said a thing. My cock was throbbing pretty hard in my pants, and I really wanted to fuck her right there. As soon as she wiggled off her jeans, that was it for me. I pushed her up against the room wall and started making out, passionately, deeply kissing her, our tongues entwined with each other and started unbuttoning my pants as she reached for my cock. I turned her around facing the wall, revealing her sexy-ass panties. Her ass jiggled when she wiggled them off, She propped one leg up on the bench, looked over her shoulder and said, Fuck me, Daddy. She got my cock in her pussy, and she was already dripping wet. We both started fucking each other extremely hard. As I kissed on her neck, punching my cock in her pussy, we could hear the other changing rooms as other people were in them. Trying on clothes is extremely noisy, with people talking. We fucked really hard and excited, both of us, knowing that we could have been caught. My cock started to twitch, and I whispered in her ear, I was going to come. I pulled out as fast as I could, and shot a puddle of come. I've never shot that much before. I somewhat cleaned up the mess, and then exited the changing room, hoping no one would ask what we were doing or notice us. I still want to share more stories with you, I have a camping story that I think would be really fun that involves my wife and I and another couple. It's not extremely sexy, but it was the kind of edging for couples a fun time. Thanks so much, Joe. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen, a dressing room. Hello, Joe. I don't know if we've ever had one in a dressing room. All right, confession time. Are you guys ready? So there was a gentleman once that was driving through the town I used to live in when I was on the lines. And he was on the way back and apparently was masturbating when he did the call with me. I don't know why. I guess he had a thing for masturbating in cars. Anywho, he asked to meet me at the Target to finish stroking him off. No. I didn't do it. There's one, I was in a small town and two, we all know I don't fuck where I eat. And that's a little too close to home. If I was out of town and I knew 100% I wouldn't get caught. Absolutely. But that's a silly question. But that I, I just couldn't. And before I could tell him, no, actually the call disconnected. And, you know, since it was the lines, he never called back and that was okay. But he could have just been getting off of the fact that I was contemplating meeting him in a target changing room and stroking him, letting him come on my nice, pretty bra and letting him take it home for an extra tip. If you were in a changing room and you heard a couple, would you join in? Would you clean up your mess? Would you edge? And here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, which changing room would you use? Would you use the ladies or the gentlemen? Which side would you choose? Kind of interesting, huh? I mean, there's lots of stories that could go either way. I think it might be obvious if, I don't know, because I I don't think they could say anything because she may need help. I mean, for reasons that we are uh, visually unaware of. I'm going to say, I bet Joe, someone heard you. And I'm, they usually do have a chair or a bench, like a tiny little bench that you can sit on like the corner thing where there's magazines. I never understood that in a changing room. Some changing rooms have like a little magazine kind of area. And I'm like, what is this for? You know, well, now I know. Now I, my mind, the next time I see them is, it's like, the Target of glory holes almost, right? A changing room, if it has one of those. But that's, neither here nor there. If you were in a changing room in a department store, most of us shop online now. Now I want to go back to the store. What about you? Would you stay and take it in? Would you maybe edge? Would you enjoy yourself and let yourself come with them? And I definitely wouldn't turn them in. I don't know. I'm torn on that one. I can see myself both getting off, and I can see myself letting myself just edge, maybe enjoying myself, paying for my stuff, and then going home and finishing the deed. But then again, as I say that, that sounds kind of lonely, maybe I'll just sit on that little masturbation bench and spread my legs and Get off with them. Do you think I come quietly or let them know I joined in? Hmm, that's a good question because I could see me doing both. What about you, dear Nikki? Here's one for you from the UK. It was a while ago when this happened, probably 20 years or now. See, Freddie was a rich kid I knew with an awesome house and a never ending weed, a bit of an arrogant prick, but. Useful and not quite a complete tool. Michelle was Freddy's girl. It was a fuck buddy type thing that I was visibly jealous of. Everyone knew she was using him for the house, the weed, and his money. And everyone knew he was using her. Sometimes they acted like a couple, sometimes like strangers. Neither of them pretended to be exclusive. Michelle was, want for the better term, hot. Cheerleader hot. Porn star hot, five foot six ish, svelte, curvy, and firm. Auburn hair, green eyes, and ability look eminently fuckable in sweatpants and a t shirt. Maspatorial material, off limits, and out of my league. Michelle hated football. She complained about it being boring, visibly agitating Freddie, who followed it like a religion. We were all sat on the massive couch, Michelle in the middle, Freddie on the right, me on the left. It was still big enough for at least three more. We had a few beers and the never-ending weed never ended. Is it finished? She asked, hopefully. Freddie responded with a negative grunt. It's so boring. Let's watch Buffy, she said. I laughed. Freddie said something like, fuck that. She pressed up against him, a needy please, kissing him on the neck. I slipped my beer and took a puff of watched yet another fucking Pepsi ad, and when I turned to pass the weed, she was kneeling on the couch, and her head was in his lap, bobbing up and down. I froze for a second. Freddy took the joint. I turned away and offered to fuck off. Michelle spat him out and said, don't be silly, casually reaching back and pulling her sweatpants down, revealing her perfect, pantyless peach of an ass and a pr- her pristine, glistening snatch nestled between her thighs. I couldn't do anything but stare. Um, I stammered out, awkwardly, excited, and instantly hard, listening to her slurp on his cock. It's cool, bro. Mi casa es su casa. Just don't come in her. Freddie grunted, smoking the joint, one hand on her head, a bit of gagging mixed with the slurps. I hesitantly reached over and touched her firm, smooth ass, like I was checking on it to make sure it was real. It was. Autopilot kicked in. My fingers moved between her thighs, rubbing her lips. So wet, they just slipped right in, making her moan, a stifled moan, I'd unconsciously unbuckled but my last shred of decency, or dignity, or shame, or whatever was holding me back. "'Just fuck me,' she said briefly, surfacing for air, before slurping resumed. "'You heard the lady. Get in there,' Freddy said with all the charm of a coal miner. "'I'm probably being unfair to coal miners, but I digress.' As I got on my knees behind her, my vantage point changed, and I suddenly realized there would be no escaping the sight of Freddie. I focused on the ass before me, reaching into my boxers, pulling my cock out, and shoving it into her before Freddie could see it. Because that would be... Gay? She had a wonderful vagina, tight and slippery, and as warm as an easy-bake oven. I held back the groan I was desperate to make, and the words I wanted to say. Etiquette? Manliness? I stared diligently at my shaft sliding it in and out of her, at the cheeks I was kneading, at her little puckered asshole that had captivated my imagination, slowly fucking her, listening for her muffled moans that were almost drowned out by the pointless halftime analysis that Freddy was watching. He was polite enough to attempt to avoid eye contact as he handed me the joint. It was ludicrously filthy, sharing the joint like we were sharing Michelle, taking a puff as I fucked her, knowing we had skipped her turn and violated the joint passing law. Try not to let ash fall on her ass and failing. I looked away as I handed the spiff back to Freddie. There was yet another fucking Pepsi ad on TV. What do you think? He asked the vaguest of questions. Chelsea will win, I replied. Freddie laughed. What do you think about that pussy? he clarified, like the charmless fuck that he was. I grunted my approval but didn't say anything. I felt some fingers brush against my shaft, finding her clit, and I prayed they weren't Freddy's. They weren't. Thank fuck. Because, you know, gay, right? I handed back the joint. She sucks better when she's getting fucked, he said, making me hate him even more with every word that he uttered. I stared down at my shaft, getting creamy at my thumb as it get gently rubbed at her asshole. I was about to be brave and poke when she came up for air, letting out a proper moan, announcing that she was close, to which he responded, Bring it home. And with that, I was promptly evicted, scampering backward to my edge of the couch as Michelle straddled Freddy, trying not to watch as she rode him, as he pulled up her t-shirt, giving me my first look at her ridiculously perky breast. Confused as what to do, my creamy cock in my hand, another fucking Pepsi ad on the TV. Freddy fell back, lying against the armrest, possibly to avoid the sight of me and my erection, presenting me a direct view of genitalia and eliminating the possibility of eye contact. Yeah, I looked. I fucking stared. I watched her ass as she rode him, watching her lips cling to his average cock, slowly, shamelessly stroking myself. In porn, this is where the double penetration would have happened. Life isn't porn. No, baby, please, Michelle whimpered as Freddy groaned in completion. Yeah, I watched. She sat up and stopped writing, dutifully allowing him to empty himself inside her. Sorry. Game's going to start, he said, slapping her ass and sitting up, making me look away. Because you know, eye contact. As Michelle climbed off him, he told her not to drip on the couch and stood up to get some beers. She looked at me as he walked out of the room, her hands on her hips, a little rope of cum dangling between her lips, frustrated. Fuck his couch, she said. And then she was straddling me guiding my erection into her used vagina as I tried not to think about some other dude's come. I pulled her T-shirt up, using her perfect breast as a distraction, kneading and sucking as she rode me with desperation. Another fucking Pepsi ad was on the TV. Freddy returned with beers, handing me an open bottle as she sat back down. The game's starting, he said. Fuck the game, Michelle groaned. You can come in her. I'm done. Please don't come, Michelle growled. It was sticky and sloppy and surreal, sipping my beer and sucking her nipples as she grinded and groaned. The second half kicked off. Just come, dude, the game's on, Freddy said. No, Michelle shouted, leaning forward, sucking my ear and pleading for me to hold on. I wedged the beer bottle between the couch cushions and grabbed her ass, staring at the TV to distract myself, my eyes watching the seconds on the game clock as they ticked away. Offside, Freddy shouted, at the exact moment I was attempting to poke a finger into her dis... Offside, Freddy shouted, at the exact moment I was attempting to poke a finger into her disconcertingly slimy asshole, making me hesitate. Don't stop, Michelle whimpered. My finger plunged in and she came immediately, biting my neck so hard, I thought she was after my blood, spasming and shuddering as I unloaded inside of her going limp as I shriveled inside her as my finger slipped out of her ass. Thank you, she whispered, kissing me on the cheek as she hoisted herself off of me, tossing me a box of tissues and walking away as I awkwardly cleaned up as quickly as I could. So what do you think, Freddy asked once my cock was tucked away. Chelsea will win, I replied. They didn't. Harry. Well, hello, Harry. It's it's funny because Friday we had a story about well, not really a story. It was a suggestion of what you could do during a football game as a bet, and this was not betting material. She was just a horny lady and a very very horny lady, and I can get that sometimes. You know, as I have explained to my lover that. Sometimes penetrations it's a different type of um release for women. And yes, it's nice to get there riding, but it has to be at the right angle and the right combination and sometimes we are the just the strongest safe and even ourselves and the best vibrators just can't get there and that absolutely sucks. So, if you were at a place with your friends, say you're watching football of either place, either American or European, and you had a woman in between you or whatever dynamic would turn you on in this fantasy scenario here. And they decide to go at it. And that person said, Go for it. It's all fair and love and war. Mikasa, Sukasa, right? would you? And would you make sure they had the happy ending that the person on the other side was more concerned about making sure they finished before halftime or after halftime, I guess you say. I don't know what European football halftime is for Americans, so I'm just going to go with that. Would you go through with it? Would you make sure they had the ultimate Satisfactory or explosive climax, and not be the selfish lover or hot mess, whatever you want to call it. Hmm. That would be hot to watch. Not sure I would go back to him, but maybe the friend. What do you guys think? I would definitely like making sure I'm with a man that knows how to finish me or at least play along and stay awake when I finish myself. Now that is hot. Just saying. I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day. Don't forget Friday the Brook Drops. Yay! A project I've been working on most of the summer. Just saying a lot. of the behind the scenes movements that sometimes people don't realize. You know, sometimes you don't realize what takes a project to happen until all the web is weaved and you realize how much it touches and how much goes into it. Yeah, but I've got two more planned definitely by next spring. So there you go. And I will have those dates hopefully soon. Hopefully. Lock on fake wood over here because I don't think I'm sitting in a not sitting in a real wood desk. That's all I'm going to say. Keep the stories confessions coming. I'm still pulling for the third book and reading to see what I want to go in. And Darcy has a few that he's saved as well. So keep them coming in. If you want to be considered for the third and possibly the following book for summer. So we're already kind of earmarking that and seeing what we want to go in there possibly. So, If you're interested, remember you're protected. And oh, so I think I said this last week. I know I mentioned it on my subscribers for you guys. So the planning committee met and we have big plans coming up. And I know the planning committee is listening. So things, emails are sent out, the ball is rolling, and I will let you know when the time comes it, how it's all fishing out but i have something special planned that i think that i've has been on my mind lately or actually for a while now actually for over a year but i've not put it into fruition until now and cuz i didn't wasn't 100% sure on it but i i think i'm ready for a little bit of change a little shake up and hopefully you guys are as well and in closing hello lover How about we go watch a boring TV show? And during the commercials, I stroke you or even suck you off. Oh, wait, we already do that at night. I'll have to think of something else. What do you think? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fabulous week.